let's actually try and start this. All right, let's go. What do you want to talk about? All right. Hey, guys, welcome back to what? It, oh, I don't even remember. The What's name. the name of it? <laughs> Finding Common Ground. I forgot the name. Uh, welcome back to Finding Common Ground with Ariel and Raf Scarpa. Oh, you're not going to do your boy Raf? Oh, I, w- I want it to be like, year. That's probably hurts people's ears. So I'll just be like, yeah. your, your boy Raf. Like a, a be twitch s- or not a t- why do i keep calling them twitches i got so much energy what is that what is that thing called like a tick a tick i keep calling it a twitch it is a tick a tick all right half well, a carny has that tick yeah yeah all right we're back in the studio in the new stew the in temporary the, stew the makeshift stew but um but yeah we just wanted to get behind the mics because it's been probably like six months since we've even sat down these mics are dusty as hell this keyboard is the pod procaster we can't even remember any of this stuff it's so simple though you just push a button and it records it has dust on it everything has dust on it but that's okay still works we've been busy i think we should recap and talk about what we've been doing since the last time we were on here because we left everybody with kind of high expectations of what we would be coming back with. And we're not coming back with any of that. We're just coming back with just me and you. Which well, I think is what the people really want. Is what? Me and you. Yeah, we should do an update because uh, we've been going hard in a our lot own. Ha- yeah, a lot has changed. Own, in our own ways. Exactly. So uh, refresh my memory because you're better with remembering things. Where did we leave off? Do you recall? No. What month? I'm going to go look it up. You can talk. I don't recall what we did, but all I know is that when we finished, uh, we just said we were going to, you know, stop and reevaluate things and come back with come back with. We'll just come back. You know, it's like anything. You just keep uh, testing it, analyzing it and just trying to improve it or or improving it, making it better, trying new things out, you know, always experimenting, always, always doing something. Yeah. But then we started doing more of our own things all right so i just looked on our instagram page if you don't follow us already please do so it's at fcg podcast on instagram i think i just said that but anyway so we left off on april 2nd 2020 wow that's a year no we're only in march well it's almost more than six months whatever more than six months it's been a long time so that's where we left off and our last episode was snipped not that that really matters. Was but that our last one? Yep, snipped. But yes, yeah, since August. So what has happened in our lives since August? Let's think. Our kids went back to school full-time virtually, and it's been awful. That's been a living hell. Honestly, I won't even lie. At first, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. Then winter came, and it's it's been really, really difficult. On myself and on our kids mentally. And I feel like that's that's honestly taken a huge toll. And also everything else we've been doing in our lives. Like we haven't just been sitting around doing nothing. But I feel like the idea of coming back up here to talk with. Jeez Louise. With everything else on our. Hi Aston. With everything else on our plates. Especially virtual school has been um has been the last thing I've been thinking about. Cabin fever was real. Seasonal depression is a real thing. Dude, oh my god. 
longest winter of my life. Today, it's the kids are still there. Blake is about to wrap up her day, um, her virtual school day, and then we are getting out for sure because today is 67 degrees, which is the first nice day in a, in a while. I mean, yeah. yesterday was nice, but it it's was still chilly. Nice. And I mean, okay. Tomorrow says 64, which, okay, I'm here for it. But then it's like 50, 54, 40, 43. It you seems know? like, yeah, but it's it still seems like again. it's breaking, though. Oh, it definitely seems like it's breaking. You don't see 30s on there. No, 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 no. So we're kind of we're kind of emerging out of, we're coming out of the our longest and the most mentally draining winter of my life. And it's so weird for me. I mean, I'll speak for myself because... I've had a really difficult past couple of months, but I've also had a really, like, past couple of months filled with growth, you know? Uh, I've done a lot for my business. I've just done a lot of work on myself, and I feel like I'm thriving in many parts of my life except for the whole school aspect. It's, it's, it's mentally taken a toll. Yeah, everything other than school has been good. Yeah, so you want to go first? What have you been doing? What has happened in your life since August? Take it away. Since August? Well, yeah, that's we're we're catching up. I thought you said April. August, anyways, babe. August. Also, then I'm shot because I th- I thought you said April before. But anyways, August. So what we start? What I started doing more is I'm uh I'm getting into the stock market. That's my new that's my new wave. And uh, I've been transitioning away or less of the. Uh, the reselling. I'm still doing the reselling and the eBay and all that good stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, you're still doing that. We have 200 boxes of cereal in our living room right now that we're, like, trying to give to anybody take. who will take it because you you want to explain what you did there, the Pokemon cards? It's free. Uh, so uh, this is uh, Pokemon's 25th year anniversary, uh, so it's a big deal for all the nerds out there. And... Um, they had a special edition pack in uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cocoa Puffs, Tricks, a couple of cereal boxes. And these packs resell from anywhere from like 6 to 10 bucks, depending on where you sell it or whatnot. So, I mean, the box of cereal is $3.75. The difference is a dollar to $4, depending. And uh, if it's a dollar uh, profit, I'm, I'm all in on it uh, for $3.75. So, anyways... I just buy the cereal, and then I figured it's free cereal. You could just give it away. So it's a two-for-one. Yeah, I mean, we'll keep a couple boxes for sure. But, yeah, so we're trying to – you're still on the on that wave too. But, the, I mean, I could honestly say, thankfully, not as heavily as you were. Yeah, we don't I, have boxes coming in, oh, my God, by the hundreds. Like, literally, by yeah. the hundreds, our, we had boxes. Nowhere di- near the peak. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, but – would you consider you've grown financially? Like, oh, I feel like you've transitioned. It's not like you gave up reselling. Not and at all. It's not, not like you all. gave up one thing and you make less money. You you didn't sacrifice anything. Mm-mm. You just evolved into something that is, I don't know if it's more profitable or not, or has potential to be more profitable. But for me, from my perspective, it's just a lot less clutter. It's a lot less. You don't see it, but it's, it's a lot still, less hands on. That's the funny thing about this stock market, and I think everybody um, that's listening, no matter who you are, you should know what's going on or have some base knowledge of the stock market because a lot of people that work nine-to-fives, like myself, they have their money invested in these things through their company's programs, 401ks, your personal IRA, yada, yada, whatever, 
But the point being is you should have base knowledge of how it works. Um, but anyways, to what you're saying, it's the same exact concept of what I do with physical products. It's just buying something and selling it high yeah. or as in the other, the other aspect or strategy you can do with, with stocks is you just buy, buy low and hold it and let it grow. Like Apple, for example, uh, companies like that where you just buy the stock and you just hold it and over time it will increase in value and therefore grow your money without you really uh, having to do anything. Yeah. And I, well, I think really the point of what I was just trying to say is I like the direction that it's going in because less it's just, is more. It's just a lot. It's just a lot less stuff that you have to handle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You might be mentally handling the stock market, but it's like a lot less shit in my face. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I like that. I'm here for it. Still selling the Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards. Yeah, that's my foundation. On the reg. That's on my the reg. That's yeah. my bread and that's not even my bread and bread. That's just the <laughs> steady line of income. Because yeah. the thing with reselling too, like there's not always something that's hot, or you can't always get your hands on something. Like there's there's thousands of people that are doing the same exact thing as you, trying to go Let after the same exact products. I have a question. So, do you think that because you have and therefore I have an inside look of like this whole other world of like buying and reselling and 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 fucking bots and stuff like that. You know, this is something I knew nothing about before and I know very little about it now, but at least now I know it exists. So do you think that more people are hopping on this wave or do you think it just do you I don't want to say this. Are more people hopping on the wave or is it just like more in my face because I know about it now? Uh, it's it, definitely more in your, I mean, that stuff is probably the, the stuff about the, about the bots and stuff like that. I, it's, it's definitely going more mainstream because people are public about it. Like there's kids that have YouTube, uh, there's kids that even have YouTube channels about it. This kid, the, the most famous one that I know is this kid. You guys could look him up. His name is, um, uh, Botter Boy Nova. This young Asian kid only does is bot sneakers and he has hundreds and hundreds of pairs of Yeezys and Jordans and Kith and DSM is another website, whatever. He just, that's all he does. And he, he shows, he doesn't explain really how to do it, but he exposes it. And then all you need to know is, is a couple keywords. You just all you use need to Google. Know is that it exists. Yeah, all you need to know is it exists. And then you need to know the keywords, like a couple names of the bots and stuff like that. And then you could look it up and do your, you know, your DD, which is your due diligence and you know, you just go from there. But do you think more people are hopping on this? Like, I think more people are hopping on the stock thing because that's more, that's more, uh, what do you call it? Mainstream. Mainstream. And more, what do you call it? Promoted in the media where it's in everybody's face, you know, especially because you're saying like, cause I know that for example, like at one point in this, at one point in this journey, you know, like I said, we had bot, like, oh my gosh, we had boxes and boxes coming, <laughs> but na- then it got hard. You know, for example, Lysol, you had a ton. We could talk about that now that the, um, now that it's, what's it called? The, uh, statue of limitation is up. So, I mean, everybody could get Lysol now. They have yeah. it by the, by the hundreds in Walmart and everywhere. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. So like, do you think the supply, like, why did the supply go down? Why was it harder for you to get it? Is it because more people were trying to get it? Like, did more people hop on that wave? Or did, like, the companies catch on? Like, you know, like, what changed? What shifted? Because I what? felt for like what? it was, like, boom. Oh, that's how it goes, it like, man. It, when you hit, you hit. And when you don't, you don't. It's either, there's so many, vari- there's so many variables. It could be personally 
as something as my setup and what I what I am doing okay. on my end. It could be their systems and what they're allowing people to buy or not to buy or if they're even releasing the products online anymore. Or it could just be other people on the wave and they're doing the same exact thing, buying Lysol cans and reselling them. Or you found just something that was more easily accessible. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing with all, with I mean, it goes for anything across the board, you know, as simple as something as, you know, houses right now. There's things that people are going after and it's pretty much, you know, some people get it, some people don't. Yeah, that's chaos. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the world. So. Yeah, I know. Do you want to talk about how we thought about selling our house and how we continually think about selling our house? But how we, yes. But we're not going to. Sell oh, we're our not house. going to. I know. Basically, long hold, st- hold the line. Yeah, hold the line. Yeah. Long story short, we bought our house really, really low, and we would make a killer profit right now. But because our what our interest rate and everything is so low, our mortgage is lower than a lot of people's rent. So it doesn't make any sense for us to sell our house because, okay, yeah, we're going to make a lot of money up front, but then where the hell do we go? Because there's nowhere to go. Because there's nowhere to go. Everything else is so high. Everywhere is And then if we were to rent, okay, we could get rent. It's not even It's not even worth renting. Cause, it's not. I mean, you might as well just say it so people understand it because the house was, uh, was 225 five years ago. Was it six years ago? 2014. Right, we bought our house uh, for two twenty five. Twenty four, twenty. Um, when did we buy this house? Twenty fifteen. So si- it's going to be six years. Side note: On top of that, I like to use numbers because it gives people a perspective to work with. I can't stand when people say things and they don't give a number to it for for the sake of I don't well, know did, what reason yeah. why you don't want to share the number, but it puts it into a, a realistic. It makes it more real. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, not you, but I'm just saying in no. general. You know, every, everybody can say, yeah, well, I make a lot, but what's, what is what a is lot? lot? What is a lot, You can make a lot of money. To you, $10,000 might be a lot. To us, $100,000 might be a lot. To somebody, that might be that might be nothing. It might be a joke. So just to give context to the to the reality of it, we bought our house for 225000 Well, no, 230000 because we rolled in 5000 for, like, the closing costs. Okay. We, we paid... We got... <laughs> We got our house for $230,000. We put a down payment of 5%, which was $11,500. Mm-hmm. We got a conventional loan, which avoided a lot of fees every month uh, because it was an FHA loan. Um, last year, Ooh. sorry, that was a lot. That was last loud. year, we refinanced because now all the rates are low. That's why a lot of people are buying these houses at high yes. values because the rate is so low. The The interest rate right now is like two point. I know. It's under 3%, which is crazy. I know, but it's, I understand, I understand the hype around it. And if you got it, you got it. But like, realistically speaking, our mortgage is just so nice. It's so low that anything and we've put so much money into this house no, but that doesn't even matter honestly the way i think about it is like we're gonna buy another house that's gonna cost us like 500 grand right say that's our budget but we're going into a five hundred thousand dollar house that needs easily another hundred grand to work so that's all your money because if you because if you sell this house now our, our after refinancing our mortgage is only fifteen hundred dollars which yeah. is cheaper than rent just to put that into context yeah based on where we are our no Ooh. but just to put that into context, our condo that we rented before this was fourteen fifty for a two bedroom condo in Spotswood. Yes, I miss that condo, but yeah, no, exactly. So it's like, it just doesn't make sense to leave. 
wrapping all that long story up. Yeah, because all the money we would make profit if it say it was a hundred thousand dollars profit and then we would have a mortgage that was regardless of the interest rate our mortgage would be double so i feel like i really strongly believe because it's just a matter of fact we live the life that we live the quality of our life is a result of decisions we've made such as refinancing the house or you know to to have a, a lower mortgage and we used to overpay our mortgage every month by $300. And then when we refinanced, our mortgage went down 200. So we continued to overpay um, our mortgage by 500 then. And it went to, to the principal to pay it down because we weren't sure if we would ever leave, blah, blah, blah. Once we decided and we were completely de- dedicated to the idea of leaving we knew that it was better to have that, or we felt like it was better to have that money liquid. So we stopped overpaying our mortgage, what? A couple months ago. A couple months ago. But up until a couple months ago, we did. And, you know, it really advanced us, which was great. Um, But now we just want to hold on to that money, save it, and be able to, I guess, jump on the market, jump into the market. When everything's on sale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're, we're holding. Exactly. Yeah, it just it just makes more sense. Of I would love to leave. I really would love to leave. But it just doesn't make sense financially to do that right now. You agree? So we have to we have to just wait. That's it. That's the that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, for sure. It's the same everybody'll say sell you know, sell high, buy high. That's what that's what it comes to. Yeah. No. Or what it would be. I'm pretty content. I'm not content. That's a lie. Never content. But I... Um, you should not get complacent, I'm okay. Though. I'm okay. I'm okay. I think that I was ready to set this fucking house on fire. How are you doing mentally three weeks ago? Not good. <laughs> not good. At all. But, but, now that the weather is... Breaking. Breaking, and we had a trip to upstate New York where we fell in love. I mean, there's so much. I mean, these are all different episode topics. Yeah, let's just throw them out there. But let's just, yeah, let's we're just, just chop it up, but girl. Yeah. So we found a love for, you know, we found something else that we have in common other than this podcast. And that was that we What's both that? really love snowboarding. Oh, uh, we're about to be shredding this winter. We, we are about to be shredders. I mean, we went for the first time. What was it like three weeks ago for a month ago? When did we Probably go to upstate? a month ago now. Yeah, like we went to upstate about a month ago. And Greek Peak. Oh my gosh. I needed it in the Look worst way. I needed to get out of this house. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. I mean, of course, there are restrictions because of COVID, but I mean, whatever. We still had a great time. Mm-hmm. It was just so freaking nice to be out of this house. And it's not far at all. Three, uh, three and a half hours? From New Jersey, yeah. yeah. Well, from where we are in New Jersey. So yeah. we're, North we're like Jersey. Northeast Jersey. We're like right outside of the city. So Jersey City, baby. Um, so yeah, so it wasn't a bad drive. It was awesome. I, it was like exactly what I needed. We found something that we really loved and it was just like a break in the mundane monotony, the monotony. That's exactly, it was a break in that. So that was great. So that put me on a better path. And then now today we just booked our trip. We're going to Phoenix. Well, we're going to Arizona. We're flying into Phoenix for the kids spring break. And I really just think, you know, it was one or the other. It was like, let's sell everything and start a new life. 
because I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> or, we really thought about uh, selling everything and, and moving into. And a, to be honest, if you were on board, I totally would. Moving, no. But you're right. You're you are right. What was I going to say? No, I don't know what you were going to say, but <laughs> you didn't even know what I was going to say. No, but I'm saying like I still hold. I still have stock in that idea. I, I'm not going to push it because you are right about staying here financially. It just makes sense. A hundred percent. It does make sense to stay here for now. But if one day you woke up and you said, fuck this, I want to sell everything. Let's do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. I would go with it. So that's what I'm saying. Like I still, I still have stock in that. And I, there's still value in that idea for me, but I'm not going to push it because I understand how it doesn't make sense right now. Well, I was going to say the story of how we actually thought about it and planned it out or uh, did our research about selling everything and getting an RV. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But we had one problem, our, our three kids. Oh, yeah, our three kit- kitties. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do with three cats in an RV? That's fucking and two gross. robo litters. L- exactly. Like, literally, our, our litter boxes alone wouldn't even fit in an you RV. You need, like, a tow trailer just for those things. You would. You would. No, but seriously, that like was Like a such... cat house. It would be like a cat house. Yeah. Aww. Then you could foster kittens and... Aw. Yeah, that would be cute, but no. So we we have, we've explored a couple different ideas. Um, and ultimately, what we've found is going to be a, a nice balance is staying in this house. And, oops, sorry, that was like a little hiccup. Staying in this house and then traveling and having having experiences with with our people you know with each other with our family and stuff um and i'm totally on board for that because i just think you know our home again this i this topic right here i think is an entire episode truthfully but i'll just touch on it real quick our home used to be our you know, safe haven. It was the oasis. As you remember in staycation, we were finishing the backyard. We love our backyard. It's awesome. Um, simple, but awesome. And so, you know, we, we were investing in the idea of like, let's stay here and like, let's make the best of it. But then winter, like winter fucking changed everything for me. Like Mm -hmm. it really was a, it's been difficult. It's been very difficult not to be able to go out even on a walk, not even being able to open up your fucking window. You know, it's like freezing here in New Jersey. It's when it's cold, it's really cold. So you're inside and you're hunkered down. And that made, that made life very difficult for me. Cause at least when it was spring or summer, we could, you know, even if we couldn't be around other people, we could be outside, you know? So mm-hmm. like, we found, or I found that the good balance, a perfect balance is going to be staying in this home, but traveling and doing the best that we can do as far as, you know, gaining experience yes. outside of the home. Because being here changed it from being the safe haven to... Well, that's because of virtual learning. Well, exactly. That's what virtual learning made that that, that altered the whole Everything dynamic of the house. Absol- the whole it, entire thing. Absolutely. It was, it's virtual learning that has changed the dynamics of this and house. And I feel like so many people can relate to that because... So many people are still in this loop. Yeah, absolutely. It almost makes you hate everything. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's just no escape. Like you truly, I, I've truly felt trapped in the past couple of months and it's not a good feeling. It's, oh, it's not a good feeling, especially for somebody who has like anxiety. I don't have debilitating anxiety. Obviously we know people in our life, in our lives that have serious, serious anxiety 
And I am not in that category at all. But over the past couple of months, it's it's been incredibly difficult for me. I feel like it's been hard for me to be a good... Excuse me. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <little> piggy. <laughs> it's been difficult for me to be a good mom. It's been difficult for me to... Be a good wife. okay um yeah no seriously just it's been difficult but then also on the flip side it's like so it's such a fucking mind game because i also feel like you and i have never been in a better place i feel like we're in a really hold my hand hold my finger we're holding hands you and i are in a really good place so it's been super difficult on our day-to-day life but like when you kind of span out and or pan out and look at uh look at the big picture if you take virtual school away, life has been great. Oh my god! Virtual school is just fucking draining in in yeah. in every way possible. I'm an overachiever. I'm like a or I'm an organized type of person. Would you say? Yes. For the most part, right? Especially when it comes to like the kids. My own life, maybe not so much, but like when it comes to the kids, I dot my eyes and cross my t's, and I make sure that everything is aligned. And it's like. I feel like I don't have any control anymore, and that's really difficult for me. Not even to mention the the way they feel. That's oh a whole nother. Well, exactly. That's just exactly. We don't even truly understand. I don't how they exactly. Feel I know them. how I feel, and if they even feel a a small fraction of the anxiousness and the heaviness that I feel on on some days, not every day, not every day is difficult. I know, but, but I think some you days should share your, really your moment from yesterday because that was that was like a. That was like oh a, my God. a serious so, thing. Yeah. So, I mean, we've I've had a moment with Blake in the past, but Blake is six. And so she's in kindergarten. And I'll tell you, her day is long, man. It is so long. And, you know, so she from time to time has little breakdowns, but that's to be expected. Aston is kind of just like, he goes with the flow. He's such a cutie patootie. So he's fine. Um, Mason is thriving. He's doing excellent academically. He's, you know, he's always been a smart kid and, you know, I don't know if I don't want to, I don't want to, um, toot your own horn. No, 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 no. Like I don't want to, the words that's coming, that are coming to my mind is like dumb him down, you know, like saying virtual school is not as challenging. It may not be, I don't know. But the, but the moral of that story is that he's always been bright. He's always been incredibly smart. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whatever he's doing well. But yesterday, he, you know, it was a flex day, which means they get to do their assignments, but they don't have any live meets, which we have one of those a week. We used to have two, but then now it's just one. And I could just tell, you know, like, you know your kids. You know when your kids are, like, off. So I looked at him, and I was like, dude, what's up? Because I was at, what I did, I told him, I was like, all right, stop what you're doing. Let's have a dance party. I was trying to, like, Get Give them some energy. Exactly. I was trying to get them up and get them moving and grooving because they were kind of sluggish. And he just sat there and I was like, what's wrong? And immediately, like when I walked over to him, I put I put my hand like on his shoulder. I'm like, what's wrong? And he just like broke down and he just started saying like school is so depressing. And like it was just heartbreaking. And I just hugged him and we cried together. And and I and I explained to him how they're like, I don't I don't care how I mean I care about how he does in school but I explain that I don't care about school when it comes to your mental health and the way I explained that to him I said if if it's not making your heart feel good or if it's not making your brain feel good like if if you feel like 
and I explained to him I used like the the information from the book I'm reading, mm-hmm. Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Um, she references you know what I interpret as anxiety in a chapter, and she ta- she describes it as like just like this like restlessness of like almost like she's boiling underneath her skin. And I've never related to something more like that's how my anxiety feels sometimes like I can't explain it. It's irrational sometimes, but it literally just feels like if my skin could peel off of my body, it would. That's how it feels. Mm -hmm. And so I explained that to him and I was like, is that how you feel? And he said, yes. And I was like, "Okay, well, let me tell you something, Mace. I'm like, if you feel like that or if your heart just like hurts or you know if if it doesn't feel good to you you need to stop and you need to take a break and you need to take a rest until you do feel good like you need to you have to do something to change that state you have to i was like because and i explained to him i said if even in the middle of a school day i'm like if you are struggling and this is how you're feeling you tell me you shut off the computer i'll deal with your teachers i'll deal with all the other other stuff but you take that break And I think the reason that it gets to that point for him or that it got to that point yesterday where he just broke down was because he doesn't. He is an overachiever as well. Mm -hmm. Like he he will not ask for a break. He will not ask for help. He will do it. And then if he can't do it, he implodes. He's very much like me in that sense. And that's kind of it's. It's a little alarming because I know how difficult it is to live like that. So that constant, like you're teetering on like feeling like you're doing your best and or reassuring yourself that you're doing your best and then completely like letting something consume you. You know what I mean? So it's, I feel like that's, I felt like I could relate to him in that moment. And that's why I feel like I broke down too. Cause I could, I could see what it was. I could recognize his, his feeling. Yeah. His frustration, yes. his pain, his anger. Exactly. So I just, you know, I reassured him that I'm on his side. I'm on his team, no matter what, the way he feels and his, his mental state is more important to me than anything that 100%. he's, you know, like, cause and I say that for Blake as well. Like I've I've told other parents. I I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk negatively about other people. But sometimes I feel like I bring up this conversation and people are not as alarmed as I am. And I don't understand why. Like I feel like people are a lot, you know, really concerned. The kids are going to be behind. The kids are going to be this. The kids are going to be that. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we not focusing on their mental health, mental and emotional health. Like my six year old, of course I want her to learn how to read. Of course I want her to do well, but she could fucking learn that shit anytime. You know what I mean? She's going to carry what the, the feelings that she's, you know, they're going to carry this through, through life. This is going to be like a, a, like a, like a a fork in the road. This is like a fork in their fucking mental health. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm like a highlight, but this is like a, like a, it's like a moment. You it's know a I mean? moment. They're going to remember. Like Always. this is going to be a. Always. Like a key moment. Exactly. And I just, I don't know. For a lot of, I mean, for all the kids that are going through this and shit I just, on all yeah, levels. I don't know. It, it scares me so much. I'm so afraid of what the ramifications of being home 
on a screen for five hours a day for, I mean. Five days a week. Five days a week for a year now. I mean, okay, give or take breaks and summer vacation, but pretty much a whole year of this. I'm I'm petrified about what this is going to do for kids, like in the future. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's horrible. There's kids who don't even leave their house. There's people who are still so afraid that so they're scared. Yeah, the that fear their kids don't even leave their house, the and fear it's just is like still real. I, for me, I'm so much more afraid of what that's going to mean for my kids mentally and emotionally and socially. You know what I mean? I'm more afraid of that than anything. And I feel like those fears have just been magnified in these past couple of months. Yeah, the winter, that cabin fever, the friggin' it's, sun goes down early. It's it's just awful. It's a not a it's not a good that wasn't a good uh combination. No, it's it's really been, I will say, and I know there's a lot of people, I mean, people are pretty open and honest about struggling, you know, with this cuz I talk to other people. And and yeah, so they're they're pretty open and honest. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. But also in the same sense, I feel like, okay, so I have responsibilities. I have my business that I've, you know, kind of dove into 110% and I really am working towards taking it to the next level. So I'm thriving in that part of my life. Um, our, like I said, our relationship I think is in a really great place. And then it's like, you know, for me, I'm the PTA president still. My term is not up, but I feel like, you know, and and it's not that I feel like people expect me to show up. They do expect me to show up and do what I need to do because that's my job and that's what I signed up to do. But I don't know how else to explain it to them. Like I'm, I'll literally text the group, my board and just be like, I like, I don't have it in me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how else to put it, but like, I, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, it's so draining to me mentally that I've just, I feel like I've, I've thrown in the towel. Your plate's already overflowing. My plate is. is overflowing and it's. And we're not, we didn't even get into your business yet. No, we, we didn't. We didn't even get to the busy. But that's what I'm saying. It's such a weird time in our lives because I truly feel like I'm struggling in a way that I've never struggled before. But in the same set, in the, on the on the flip side of the coin, I'm I'm thriving mm-hmm. in a way that I've never thrived before. So it's really really strange for me because it's not across the board. I'm not struggling with every aspect of my life. I'm not letting it consume me. But there are just certain things, mainly school, mainly virtual school, that has been it's just been taxing. Well, I always said that school is just just a major pillar of society. I mean, it is so friggin' crucial to yes. every child. You know, that's that was like that's the best thing about school. You know, and and the best things about it are not even happening. No, exactly. And all that pressure gets pushed on the parents. And exactly. I I uh, shout out to all the single moms and dads or single parents. Period. Because yeah. I I I see what you do. Because I still work. I but still go to work every exactly. day. But I I. I give give the most respect to them. I don't know how. I don't know. How I they can't do even it imagine either. it. I can't either because that's what I said too. After like these past couple of months, I'm like, seriously, our situation, my situation in particular, like being a stay at home mom. Okay, yes, I own a business, but I can do that whenever I need to do it. For the most part, I'm here. I am the best case scenario. I'm home with the kids. I don't have other distractions other than shit that I distract myself with. Right? I could technically sit there if 
if I wanted to, mm-hmm. or if I, you know, whatever, if it didn't drive me insane, to. if I had to, I could sit there and be on top of them to make sure that they're doing what they need to do. And even still, perfect scenario, best case scenario, I am struggling. So mm-hmm. I can't even imagine the parents that have to log into work every day or have to leave work and depend on somebody else to like. Be whatever different. situation it may be, just not having that, that support. Yeah, it's, and I mean, the teachers too, honestly, the teachers too, they, I really do think that they are doing their best considering, I mean, they, they don't, they didn't sign up for this shit and they got, they have to worry about all that, you know, the stuff that I have to worry about times 25, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or more. Oh my gosh, exactly. So it's like, I know it's hard all around. And it's not, I'm like, I don't think that I have it worse than anybody else. You know, like, it's not like that. It's just point blank. I'm struggling with that part. And I cannot wait. You're just sharing your story. That's all. Yeah. I cannot wait for it to be over. I need summer vacation. And somebody, I told you this too. Somebody recently said to me like, oh, I really hope we're back by September. And I, I had this like realization. I like, I was beside myself for a second. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't even process the idea that, like, we might not be back by the next school year. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing this for another year. I can't mentally handle it. It will break me. It will break my children. And I'm not doing it. It's so not, it's not it's not worth that sacrifice. It's, it's not happening. It's not happening. So I don't know. Well, we're supposed to go back. We're supposed Supposedly to go back planned. to a hybrid schedule, which would be like two half days well, a week. That's, but honestly, that's it's, an improvement. It's an improvement. That's an improvement. It really is. We're looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. Sports are starting back up. Hockey's back. Mason's going to his first uh, fitness class tonight. Kids fit at oh, Signature yes. Fitness. Shout out to the club. Yes, I started uh, going ages to the six gym. to twelve. You know, we'll we're, today's a test class, and then you know we'll see if Blake could join us next yes. week. Yes. And go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry. I didn't realize you weren't done I know talking. you're just excited about the I'm gym. I'm sorry. I started going to the gym, but w- really what triggered that thought is because Mason, um, not consistently, but he goes to a program, like a speed and agility type program or like an endurance. I don't even know exactly how you'd categorize it, but he goes to a program at the gym that I just started going to and it's incredible and whatever. I'll put my kids in anything. Well, yeah, I'll put them in anything. In what order gym to is that? It's animal... CrossFit in Lynnhurst, New Jersey. I heard they're good. I heard of them. (laughs) Come work out with me. Um, Yeah, no, no, it is good. I love their fast class for the kids is amazing. Oh my God. Incredible. I can't say, and I can't say enough good things about it. It is incredible. It challenges them. It like really just like, it just teaches them, you know, how to. It's one thing a lot of kids don't do is get out there and play, man. They're not allowed to be alone anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, until a certain age. Yeah, I mean, I won't lie. We were at the park the other day because, like I said, today's the nicest day this week. But yesterday or the day before, whatever, it was it was pretty nice. So we went to the park, and I don't even think I told you this, but I saw one of Mason's classmates just, like, walking around, like, with some other kids, and I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, my God. Shady. Like, I would not let Mason go out by himself yet. But I am also not keeping him held hostage inside this house. I'm taking him out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm taking him to do things. I'm organizing play dates. I'm doing my best in order to keep them social, to keep them like from losing their freaking minds because they have to be. They need it. They need it. They, they need, need it. it so much. Blake's doing soccer. Blake is doing That's soccer. Right. 
Poor little Aston hasn't done anything. Got to find him but something. Yeah, for we not. will. We'll find something for him. it. It is hard if you think about it. Like every every one of our kids didn't do anything until they were about five, four and a half, five. Yeah, so right about this age. So, I mean, with that being considered, he's right on track to start something. Um, but yeah, even with COVID restrictions, like I don't even care. He needs. To, they need to get out. They need to be moving. It just, it's just a part of our life. It's a part of our lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that that's why the winter was so hard because I always thought I was like a homebody type of person until I couldn't leave my fucking <laughs> house. You were in a cocoon and for three months. then I realized like, no, I like adventure. I like getting out. I mean, I don't even, it doesn't even matter if it's just the five of us. Like just, we need to get out. I can't be in, I can't just sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just do nothing. And eventually you run out of shit to do at home. You know, you could start all the projects and finish none of them, but it's, it's, it's just like monotonous. Like you were saying, it's just, you know, like how many times can I, I feel like Shrek in the, in the beginning of Shrek three, like third, where ev- third one. every morning he wakes up and it's the same thing and he goes <laughs> fucking crazy because it's really like that. Mm-hmm. It really be like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's crazy. Shrek oh the third, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, that was, we gotta watch that. Yeah, he gets, I wanna rewatch all the Shreks. I think they're great. Is that the one where he goes, I, I love underrated. you, daddy? Yeah, yeah. that's Shrek 3. Shrek, Shrek but they're third. funny, man. They're yeah. really good. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so there's that. You're getting um, fit now or what? What's the, I'm, what, yes. you're gonna commit? I don't wanna say that I'm so trying because you know, I, I am. You're I want it. a lifestyle change. I, I, I want, I just want to use my body. Right? But this I is the time body. where you're going to do it and stick to it. Oh, well, yeah. You know why? I really do feel that way because. Because you're committing to the okay. world right now. It's not just to me. I know. I'm into myself. But really, though, the one thing. I mean, I don't like the gym. I don't like the gym. Not saying that I don't like my gym. I just don't. I don't really love working out yet. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't made that transition. Haven't men- unlocked I it. haven't unlocked it. I, I haven't. Get that unlocked. Exactly. I'm not there yet. But. What I love about the new gym that I'm going to is that, you know, anybody who goes to any sort of like CrossFit type of gym like that. I mean, I don't even know how you'd categorize it. Well, it's just class, just group, just group, it, uh, group exercise, group exercise. I find that I thrive. I love it. I love it because I hated the idea of like going to the gym alone and having to figure out how to what like to do what to do, what machine to use exactly. and what body part is hitting. And exactly. What, uh, what's my schedule? Am I doing up, uh, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Everything you're saying. Yes. But with this new gym, it is like a community. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't have to think, Oh, who am I going to the gym with? Because if I consistently go to the gym, say six o'clock, I know who's going to be there. So it almost feels like I'm going to the gym with them. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I just met these people like twice. I don't even know most of their <laughs> names, but like they're my friends. No, seriously though, I love the community. That's your feel. fit fam, like Missy I says. Love, That's your fit fam. Yeah, I love it. I love that community feel. Um, so I really do think that this is the right approach. You found it, I think. I think I found it. I think this is the right approach to like get me to, you know, I, I don't don't get me wrong. I do want to be fit. I want to be muscular. I don't want to just work out just to work out. I want to get muscular. You want them gains, girl. But I also just want a lifestyle change. I, you know, like I, I just want a lifestyle change. I, I want to incorporate the gym to be a regular thing, you know. It's part just, of your routine. Just man. Yeah, just use my body on a regular basis. Not like, oh, damn, I gained some extra weight. I got to lose no, it. Like, no, the, I just I just want to use my body consistently. The best thing 
any human can do for themselves. Yeah, Exercise, for sure. period. For sure. So, I mean, all good things, all good things, except for the fucking looming dread of... What, pain? No, virtual school. I was oh. saying all good things in the rest of our life. Oh. I really feel like we're thriving and doing well. It's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better. It's life in better. general has gotten a lot better. It's, it's just better. Yeah. And now all those sacrifices are starting to... Oh, definitely. And pay off. Definitely. Definitely. We've made strides since budgeting, which we haven't in 2021. We have not been budgeting very much, but it's like funny because it's, we haven't consciously been budgeting. Like we're not using cash envelopes. We're not using sinking funds, whatever. Um, although we do want to hop back on that. We haven't been using it up until now and we're in the middle of March. Um, and still, we've consistently saved money. So really, like, you know, to reflect back on, like, the gym thing, it's a lifestyle change. I didn't want to – I don't want to budget just so I could pay off my car. I didn't want to budget just so I could do one thing or the other. I wanted to change my relationship with money. I want to change my relationship with using my body. Like, that's my goal. You know what I mean? It's not like a like a short-term fix. It's like a long-term. It's a, life, a, it's a lifetime, lifetime. Exactly. A commitment. Life, exactly. Or change. Lifestyle change. Yes. It's part of your lifestyle. It is now. That's how it is. I know. The one thing I love that Tony Robbins says, he goes, he always compares a lot of stuff to fitness because he'll, he'll go and he'll say, you know, who here works out, you know, three to five times a week? He's like, I don't even got to ask you. I could just look at your body and I know. Who's going to the gym? Who doesn't go to the gym? Right. That's one aspect. I mean, that's one aspect, but I that's just the one thing I like because it's a positive lifestyle change. Yes, I agree. It only benefits you. I know. Absolutely. Mentally. That's what everyone keeps telling me. Like I said, I haven't unlocked that yet. Like people say, you know, because I mean, obviously there's like fucking science behind it. Oh my God. That post gym high, man. Yeah. Your like, friggin' your, your everyone endorphins tells me are pumping, man. You feel like the goddamn... Super Saiyan Goku, ready to go. And yeah. uh, it's 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 addicting. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> In a good way. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm going back with you. I was on a I was on a fat boy kick for shoot, all winter. Well, yeah, but that's because like gyms were closed, yeah. Well, <laughs> then, like, yeah that, you know, like you couldn't go to the gym, so that's too. why. Um but yeah, no, so we're getting back. We're getting back. I'm trying. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the better weather kind of changes my relationship with the kids online school. Like if I could literally just like maybe open the window and get some fresh air, it will make the days less difficult. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um but I'm working. The sunlight that. helps a lot too. Yes. That oh sunlight my, helps yes. a can lot. We, what can a we difference. All man. agree here. That sunlight is a major difference. As in both of us, can we all agree that we had the gloomiest freaking winter ever? Mm -hmm. Ever? So, uh, yeah, I I can't. I can't. Sorry, I'm looking at my phone right now. Um, All right, I think we should wrap this up. This was a good first time behind the mic in in what? Months. Freaking months. So I feel good about this. Despite all the quirks and all the the mishaps that may have happened, kids walking in, you burping into the camera. Who cares? I mean, we're gonna run camera. it. We're gonna run it, and we're gonna run it up. We're gonna post this. We're gonna we're gonna share this. This is gonna be our official comeback, and I think we should name this episode "Rambling" because I think we rambled, but it, I like rambling in a good way. 
I like rambling. I do too. All right, guys. So thank you so much for taking this time to listen. We've missed you. And I think that this is just the first step in what is that noise? Is that the phone? No, it's the kids oh. over there. The um, kids. All right, so this is the first step in. Ooh, throw them hand signs up, girl. They can't even see them. Pow, pow, pow. I know. Finger what... pistols everywhere over here. We gotta watch. We gotta we, watch uh, out. We gotta get some like behind the scenes, but yeah, um, I think this is the first step. If I could just finish this goddamn sentence, this is the first step in getting back on track with this podcast because I love doing this with you. I spoke a lot more than you in this episode i'm your support man. i feel like I, I speak a lot i just i'm I your love, support that's why i love the podcast so much because i i love to speak i love to talk so yes first step back to creating content consistently nice that was what i was trying to say i guess until next time until next time bye everybody I was going to say adios. (laughs) Bye.